0: stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com
1: Hey everyone, happy Monday. Michelle with the Chamber here. It is Business Monday right here on First City Forum. Lots of exciting things going on. We've got Ramanda from the Wellness Coalition in the House. Plus, on the line, we have Aaron Nichols, uh, and he is from the uh, Civil Rights Office with the state. Now, I know that kind of sounds like, whoa, what are they going to talk about? But it's not that. It's really, really cool stuff that's going to be happening next week. However, first... What is happening this week? May 4th. It's perfect. It literally just dawned on me, right? You know how they say, may the 4th be with you? Oh boy, yep. Well, July 4th is right around the corner, believe it or not, and the Chamber's already planning that. We've got the uh, parade applications, the nominations for the Grand Marshal for this year's July 4th Parade at catchcanchamber.com, and this year's theme is Destination Prosperity. So, on May 4th, if you want to swing by, bring your lunch, coffee, whatever it is that you do at noontime. Swing by the chamber offices at noon, and this is where you will have a chance to learn how to build your best ever 4th of July parade float.
2: And the chamber is at the Plaza Mall, right?
1: At the Plaza Mall, right above Wells Fargo. Uh, if you are uh, dealing with legacy real estate, we're right next door to them, too. Super easy. Just come in on the Safeway side, take up the escalator, and we're right there. And so it's real casual. KA from Celebration Station is going to be there to help out. Um, you know, the theater. LA, uh, stopped in a couple weeks ago. They're a new chamber member. And he was like, you know, we want to do a cool float this year. So I chatted with him a little bit and I said, why don't you think about, and I can't spill the beans for him here. Because then everyone in town would know. But I was like, look, you could do this and that. And he was like, oh. And I said, this could like be moving and everything else. And he's like, oh my God, that's a great idea. That sounds so easy. So that's the purpose of this. You can talk about your ideas with other people or not. um, Get cool ideas from us. Um, I don't know if people still know this because it's been a long time but yours truly was the brain child behind the big huge rotary duck float oh fun every year (laughs) so i mean it's really cool things that you can do Um, first up though Ramanda, let's get aaron
0: hey aaron you still there Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me this morning.
1: Yeah, we are really excited. So you guys are going to be in town, coming to town like a whole slew of you um, from DOT and uh, DBE, that's Disadvantaged Business Enterprise, um, SBA. All these folks are coming to town and this is a big deal and it hasn't happened in many, many, many years. Um, But you guys are coming to town to talk about what?
0: So the primary purpose of what we're talking about uh, on the 11th at noon, Cape Fox Lodge, I, one, of, one of the things I wanted to kind of get to is, is the Disadvantaged Business Enterprise Program, what that is, um, what it means, and how folks can be a part of it if they belong to either a minority or a woman-owned business. Um, typically, the, the nomenclature, I don't want to get into the acronyms because, oh my gosh, we'll go down a road that we'll never find our way out of. Um, but the long story short is, is as, as the state, you know, we're, we're responsible for ensuring that you know the public's money in on public transportation projects, that we ensure that there's no discrimination on those those projects and as we produce those contracts and build those roads and bridges and, and ferry terminals and work on the ferries and things like that. So the DBE program is basically how folks can be in that category of business and work with the state or with the federal government to um, find those contracts get that work well and, and so also
1: got a got a th- quick question here just for clarification purposes Absolutely. if there's say there's a massive project that's coming out let's just pretend a brand new road is being built um or a bridge or whatever it may be and so in those in those RFPs that could go out there's usually a a portion of that contract that is reserved for DBE businesses correct
0: well, and that depends. That's kind of a, that's kind of a confusing thing for a lot of folks, and let me just clarify that for one thing. One thing is, it's a DBE program as, as, as the state operates it as under DOT and the civil rights offices are part of that. It's not a set-aside, so a lot of folks misunderstand how that works, um, in the contracting process. So, <clears throat> set-asides, the federal government has set-asides for DBEs, yes. Um, there's a certain percentage on federal contracts. So let's say somebody takes maybe a contract with the Forest Service or the Army Corps of Engineers or directly with the Federal Aviation Administration or one of those uh, federal agencies. There's oftentimes a, a specific DBE set-aside requirement for participation by a DBE firm on those contracts. The state doesn't do that. So everything for the DBE program is still competitive, competitive bid process. So it's still the same basic process as everyone else. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't really change anything as far as that goes. It's not it's not it, it's not a give me. You still have to compete for compete for those contracts and compete for those subcontracts um, with the state or with you know. But the DBE is an incentive, so it's there as part of it's part of the contracting process for us to ensure that we do the right thing and make sure that the playing field is level. Um, but it's not, it's not a set-aside in the same way that the federal government has specific set-asides that way. Does that kind of answer that question? Oh,
1: yeah, totally. And it's my understanding um, from having a lot of conversations with your group um, that this FY project list is going to be bigger than ever before.
0: That's correct. Um, you know, most all of Alaska is receiving, um, you know, the exact dollar amount. I don't even know. I know it's a lot of money. And, you know, there's even been a number of conferences that have gone on up here in Anchorage and around the state that folks have come to talking about the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act or the bipartisan infrastructure law, depending on which agency you belong to. It's the same thing, but the long story short is there's a lot of money coming into the state to build better infrastructure, to fix the infrastructure that we have, to create, you know, new ways of of transporting things around the state, giving us better accessibility, better equity. All of those things are, you know, those things are coming down in the next five, probably five to six, seven years. Um, Right now, I looked last week briefly, and there are, I think, about eight projects in development right now for Ketchikan alone. So there's opportunity out there. It's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time and being prepared to take advantage of those things.
1: I see, and that's exactly why this meeting is so important. Now, I'll tell you what we did also, um, and I don't know if your whole group will be actually in town for this, but I know a portion of you will be. So folks, let's say for example, you know, you're out on another job or just your schedule won't merit you being able to make the K Fox Lodge at noon. Which i would try but or maybe you just need a little bit of extra one-on-one you feel like you need that then on tuesday the day before which is may 10th at 2 p.m at the chamber offices in the plaza, thanks Romanda, on second floor above Wells Fargo, you can swing by between two and three and uh, meet with the officials that will be in town and ask maybe some more in-depth questions. So that's more of an open house thing. You know, it's not a lunch or anything like that, but you know, some sometimes people have, you know, as opposed to like a chamber lunch setting, a little, a few more in-depth questions. So that's your opportunity. By all means, if you want to go both days, absolutely uh but definitely this this chamber lunch we've actually asked the cape fox lodge to open up both of the rooms because we have put this out through the Southern Southeast Alaska Building Industry Association, uh, so CBIA and Grow Ketchikan has put it out to all of their people, and obviously the chamber has. And you know, it's not limited to members of those organizations. This is open to the public, and all are encouraged to to attend for sure. So, how long how long do you think that? I mean, how long do you guys think that you're maybe hour hour and a half on Wednesday at the chamber lunch?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, so just, just so you, everybody knows myself and my counterpart in the office will be down there. Um we're also going to be traveling down. We've got some other work to do. I wear several hats here in the, in the civil rights office. But, um Probably an hour, hour and a half. We'll also have our ADA and Title VI coordinator, Rob Spear Howard, with us. He may or may not be available at that particular point in time, but he'll be in town with us. We also have Jody King from the Procure- Procurement Technical Assistance Center. We work with them a lot. They're a partner of ours, and they're essentially the, the one-stop, go-to folks for finding out and learning all the specifics about how to bid for these contracts, these procurements, that, let's say, you know, all the four, five, six-letter alphabet agencies put out specifically. Um, including the state, so they're the they're the folks that are really Jody will be one of the folks that can really tell you exactly the process and exactly how to do those things exactly right the first time. Um, So we'll all be there, but we'll all be probably presenting for about an hour, hour and a half, depending on how many questions. A lot of this is is based on, you know, who's who's there and what questions folks have for us. Um, And absolutely, we're always willing to help. We can always be found at uh, the DOT Civil Rights Office webpage. If you just Google Alaska DOT Civil Rights, Google will bring you right to us. Otherwise, it's kind of a... It's kind of a network to find your way into into our website <laughs> <had but>. multiple
1: <laughs> levels fishing through the through yeah. the website um yeah, I was gonna I was wondering um do you find that you know you guys you guys kind of make the circuit uh at least in years past you kind of did it almost every year or every other year um do you find that you kind of get new people new business not necessarily a new business but maybe who had someone who hasn't done contracting with the state in the past they kind of come out of the woodwork and lo and behold wow they get a contract
0: You know, it depends, and a lot of that depends on what what kinds of things are going on. You know, the state is always procuring things. It doesn't. You know, the states always procuring things. The federal government are always procuring things. You know, everything. It just depends on kind of what's going on. And and COVID really made a big impact on what we get out and do. You know, as you pointed out, it's been a couple of years since we've been able to come down to Ketchikan and actually. You know, I was down there briefly for an OJT bit last year. I also handled our DOT on-the-job training portion of some of our contracts and things like that. So, you know, we go out and go to the projects and talk to the trainees and the apprentices on those on those projects. Um, a lot of that depends on depends on where folks are positioned and where they're at in their business. And and there's no time like the present. I, I'm a big advocate for taking advantage of anything, any opportunity, especially now. There's there's gonna be a there's no time like right now to be able to be in position to be able to take advantage of some of these opportunities that are coming. As, as these new infrastructure projects get going.
1: And so what uh, when when we talk about infrastructure, I know Senator Murkowski had a big infrastructure symposium up in Anchorage that was also broadcast virtually around the state. Um, What are some examples of some projects, not necessarily Ketchikan specific, don't spill the beans so people will still want to come to the luncheon, (laughs) but like around the state. Um, You know, like I, I think I heard at one point they were trying to go after a couple of electric ferries.
0: So there's there's uh, it really runs the gamut from from anything that you can think of that goes into infrastructure. Um for some places that means clean water, for some places that means uh better internet connectivity, some of the, some high, you know, high speed internet, some places that means solar power or wind power, you know, some alternative energy sources. Um if you actually and I've Tortured myself by going through the actual bill itself, the actual piece of legislation, and and there's there's like over a thousand pages in that piece of legislation. Um, if folks have questions on that, I mean those those are those are places, those are things that they need to go either read it or go talk to their their uh, state or local legislature, you know their legislators or you know reach out to Senator Murkowski's office. They have all the details on that kind of thing. But it really does run the gamut. We are looking at um, I know we're looking at, at doing some things in terms of some innovative innovative things with the ferry system, some innovative things in terms of just as a whole strengthening the the statewide infrastructure and the, our ability, you know, to move things around the state.
1: Would this be a good lunch for people to attend who, are ju- who might just be curious what's on tap for Ketchikan? And you know, maybe they're not a business that's interested in obtaining a contract per se or, or making a bid, but maybe just someone who's curious?
0: Absolutely. Um, You know, it is open to the public. Everybody is welcome. And the the thing I always think about with that sort of thing is, is maybe maybe their business isn't specifically involved in this, but it might be something that their business. You know, these projects are massive, and you know whether the contractors come to town or you know it doesn't really matter. There's everything revolves around that. It's that economic principle of you know my business may not be specifically in construction, but. My business might benefit from some of the some of the tertiary, you know, parts of that construction project, or you know, whatever it is that I do might might even the hospitality industry can benefit from some of those things and things like that. The other thing too, I always I always think about is you know uh, there was talk about you know it's not necessarily what you know it's who you know too and maybe you know somebody whose business does or maybe they do um so it's always good to have information so that if you do know somebody you can say hey by the way i heard about this thing um you can also you can you should look into this or you should talk to you should talk to aaron or Z or jody from ptac or something like that about this and and whether or not it's right for you or whether or not you can potentially expand or grow your business maybe you're not in it yet but maybe you want to be
1: exactly exactly so we like i said we have opened up both of those rooms so uh potentially uh you know you talk about covid If memory serves me correctly uh we could probably fit 50 to 60 people in that room um when both those those rooms are open so by all means come uh bring your friends and uh you know k fox always puts out a good lunch and so enjoy a nice lunch and certainly full of information all right anything else that folks should know
0: be there and hopefully we we hope to see everybody there and really thank you for the opportunity today to, to, to talk to you all before we get down there and, and kinda get started on the tenth and eleventh. And I really appreciate everything that you've done from the chamber side to help make this possible and really appreciate all of the work from you and Jody to make, make all this happen and, and all of the partners and stakeholders that come to the table to make these things make these things a reality. Um, we don't we don't grow this grow businesses in a vacuum and it takes a lot of folks to make those kinds of things happen and so it's great to be able to come back and do this in person and be able to meet people and shake hands and say hi
1: definitely hey thank you so much we're looking forward to having you next week
0: awesome we'll be we'll be happy to be there thank you
1: okay see you later bye-bye all right bye now All righty, there you have it. Hey, folks, this is an incredible opportunity. I think, Ramanda, I think you hit the nail on the head. I saw you nodding your head. Because, you know, like if, if, like, let's say a company from Petersburg or Sitka or Wrangell gets one of these local contracts or a part of one of these local contracts, like he said, they're going to be massive. You know, they're going to need places to stay. They're going to need hotel rooms. They're going to need to food. Right. They're going to have to go eat somewhere. They want
2: to go enjoy themselves. So they go out and and participate in our swing dancing classes, in our cabaret, you know. Right,
1: um, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff, you know, groceries, you name it, uh, it's a ripple effect, definitely, for sure. And I would like to see, you know, I would love to see catch can businesses get, getting a piece of this pie.
2: That would be great. Because,
1: I mean, like he said, it was massive. And they literally, folks, at every email, um, and, and the crescendo has been rising with each email exchange I've had with this these folks, and they're great. But they're just like, we cannot emphasize enough how huge this list is. There have never been so many projects scheduled to happen in Ketchikan.
2: I'm just excited to actually hear about what projects those are. I'm thinking about all the ones that I like have seen and heard people wanting and I'm curious to know if <laughs> those are going to be on the list.
1: All the people that are pissed off about so- South Tongass are going to come to the luncheon. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of my thoughts. <laughs> it's all the pothole people oh, that are going to come. <laughs> they did temporarily fix them. They totally. did, they
1: did. Oh, here, we, I, I bet you this is Jody right now good morning you are in first city forum hi this is jody king with the alaska p hey jody how are you we uh we, we're good. high we're high technology here at ktkn there's only one line in and one line out so i saw you calling in but Aaron was on the line so he kind <laughs> he of went over i was listening he kind of went over over uh the the luncheon a little bit is there anything else that you'd like to add it has been just such a joy working with you by the way
3: oh thanks I absolutely I just wanted to add on the Tuesday event that there's that opportunity for anyone that's even wondering if government contracting is the right thing for them to tackle because everybody courses you know that infamous red tape of doing government contracting and that's something we'd be happy to discuss and get those questions out regarding the contracting process for both federal and state contracts even before attending that luncheon event,
1: so yeah, I just absolutely. To throw that out there,
3: Got that open house on Tuesday. Doing all my travel plans now. Make sure I'm giving the right dates at the chamber office from two to
1: three. Yep, Tuesday. That's Tuesday a great time May sense. Just kind of
3: <laughs> bring those general questions and find out more of how you fit into that entire logistic supply chain
1: well and, and so I'd like to add also because uh, Aaron made a really good point you know they, they're going to be talking mainly about the infrastructure projects that are coming up right because that that's what's been in the news you know I mean that's like the big elephant in the room at this point in time but he made a really great point the state is procuring all the time and it's just not road, roads, bridges and infrastructure I mean they pr- procure basically everything under the sun and so if you are ever interested in any sort of a foray into that, that sphere, coming on Tuesday and talking to Jody would be fantastic because you could probably answer those questions. Just like you said, you know, maybe if they're interested, they think they might want to grow their business this way. Great time to get some one-on-one chat time with you, Jody, right?
3: Absolutely. And just to let everyone know, the PTAC, the Procurement Technical Assistance Center, we're a federally funded not-for-profit group. Uh, we're funded by the Defense Logistics Agency. Actually, we're now under the Department of Defense. We just got moved up the hierarchy. But we also have that state cooperative agreement. And, of course, we're hosted at the University of Alaska just to get those legality out of the way. But really what I want everyone to know today is PTAC provides free assistance with all aspects of government contracting, whether federal, state, and local. And that's the start to finish. And, again, we're that free help. So we're not asking you to invest anything other than time to see if this is something that you want to pursue. And of course, the PTAC program is here to help with that learning curve and understanding why that perceived red tape really does exist or does not, depending on, you know, we all have our biases. But absolutely, the PTAC program is here to provide that assistance. And again, it's for both federal, state, and local contracting opportunity.
1: Cool, I can't wait, I can't wait. Thank you so much for uh, dealing with our um Uh, high tech here at the radio station and we can't wait to see you next week
3: sounds fabulous i just wanted to call in just so you since i said i would and didn't think i you know
1: (laughs) no worries i I saw you and i'm just like i can't answer i can't answer i'm gonna hang up on one person either way so thanks for calling back
3: well i just lost our connection call so at this time just in case you can hear me and i can't hear you uh thank you for the couple of moments and i look forward to seeing everyone next week
1: all right we'll see you next week thank you thanks jody all very cool. They're clearly very excited. I'm also really excited to talk to Romana from a Ketchikan Wellness Coalition next. Yay. Because... Okay, we okay. I'm always here on my <laughs> business matters Monday. We promote the chamber, so I recently, Casey from Alaska Airlines sent me a message and she said, "Hey, friend, um, can the do you think that this is something the chamber would want to do?" And it sounded really cool. It was amazing. But we have a huge staff, me, me, and me. So I thought, no, yes and no, Casey. But I'm gonna send this over to the Wellness Coalition because it totally sounds like their jam. So you guys got this really cool thing going on because I, yes.
2: Saw because you, you. you passed it to us and I was like 100% we are totally up for this and then I did actually reach out to the rec center as well um, and make, and then also uh, the running club because they do Tonga's treks so I hope you guys have all heard of Tonga Treks, which is a great hiking local competition. Um, and so this is called Walk Southeast, and Juno initiated it three years See, ago. See, that's why
1: I knew we had to be in it because whenever <laughs> I hear Juno, I just want to
2: win. Yep, and that's actually me too. And I'm I, I I'm trying to, to tone my competitiveness down why? in my emails because I'm like, well, not everybody's doing this to be competitive with Juno, so you know. But well, that people
1: was people do it for their own reasons. That whatever. Was, you know, and
2: I was like, okay. Um, but what's really great about it is, so Juno started it three years ago, it's called Walk Southeast, and the idea is that you can walk throughout all of Southeast without leaving Ketchikan. And so you can walk to different communities. And we have a tracker, and it tells you, you know, you walk three miles, you go to Saxman. Um, and I can't remember how many miles over to Metlakatla. Then you have Craig, and then we keep going further and further. Oh, and that's so cool. the goal is that you walk kind of every day over the course of four months, you track your, your, your miles. And then at 150 miles, you're eligible for flights uh, from Alaska Airlines.
1: Okay, so I've got this. Here's my question. Um, so there are local prizes. Yes. Um, that have been donated by local businesses like Yates and Co. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the inn
2: at Knudsen Cove. They it's their cute little um I almost wanted they're to They're tiny call it. houses. It's it is but it's actually like they're uh it's not a tiny house on this one. Anyways, it's a really cute little
1: So how Okay, but then the big prize is the is the round trip tickets on Alaska Airlines. So, yes. how does it work? I'm I'm walking 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 yep. and okay, fine. I just walk to Yakutat or I don't know, wherever. And um <laughs> okay, so I am now entered locally and I'm entered for the Alaska, was it like 150 miles? So
2: add it. So there's so there's two drawings. So the the overall a walk southeast prize, grand prize, is the two tickets from Alaska Airlines. So
1: all people, all the communities that are participating and all the people are entered for that?
2: If you walk 150 miles. Okay. Over the course of May 1st to September 1st. Okay. So if you hit 150 miles, you are then entered. You also have to live in Southeast Alaska. Right. Um, right. Uh, it is open to anybody, but you have to w- live here to, to win that prize. Right. Our local prizes, the way you get entries into that is by hitting small communities along the way so we've got a on our tracker we have you know like I said Saxman's three, three miles and then Metlakatla is actually the first community that if you hit Metlakatla which I'm thinking it's like 12 miles or something um, you get two tickets into the local drawing then if you hit Craig you get another two tickets for the local drawing. So on the tracking sheet that you get when you register and it is a regi- by registration only so you're only eligible for prizes if you register. Now,
1: see, I was giving you that look because I was thinking are there any like for me like Hey, woohoo, I walked four blocks to the Pio Cafe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's an intentional walk, uh, definitely worth counting. And you could just track those. I mean, you'd be surprised at how fast they add up. I mean, yesterday, my husband and I and my little baby girl, she's 10 months old. It was pouring rain. It was kind of windy. And I looked at him and like, it's the first day. We have to just do this. So we walked one mile. But you know what? We walked half a mile out and half a mile back. And we did it.
1: Well, and it's just not limited to that because, you know, I see because the chamber offices in the plaza, man, there's people that just do laps and laps and laps and laps every day because they wave to me every time they go past the chamber office. Exactly.
2: And if they're able to track, you know, you you can wear those tracking things. And if you are purposely walking around in the plaza mall doing your walk like you do Mm -hmm. every day at lunch, then that counts.
1: Do you know that they have a little lap thing? If you look... No! Okay, if you... At the plaza? Yes, if you look over near the plaza offices, there's different colored boxes, and it says one time equals an eighth of a mile, two times equals a half a mile, eight times equals- That is brilliant. I don't think, well obviously, you can tell I have not studied those. signs. <laughs> I know they say something like that. But I just don't know how many laps.
2: So now Michelle, you could totally participate in this. And if you just do one mile a day, that's what 120 miles, you're almost there. So then just do a couple extra bonus walks in there and you'll be at 150 and be eligible My bonus for
1: walks, taking my dog <laughs> around Creek Street.
2: Well actually that would count though, yeah. right? And you just gotta make sure you're tracking it. So so um, it is a paper tracker. Uh, the the technology part of it was way too expensive for a lot of the communities. So um, the only community that has not eligible as Juneau but Wrangell and Petersburg are the other two southeast communities I think it was Wrangell last year who Sitka's
1: not in on the action no
2: they didn't join this year we did try to reach out to them and I think they just it was like us it was very last minute very trying to get things organized and it's just sometimes hard I appreciate
1: you guys doing this because it was a cool opportunity
2: I think we I put it together in like three days so (laughs) (laughs) thank you for that opportunity it's so fun and how many people have signed up 107 today as of today and that's it's been open for two weeks have
1: to do it by May 15th. After that, you are not eligible for prizes.
2: Right. You can still participate. You just wouldn't be eligible for the prizes.
1: And you know what? There's a ton of people that walk around. You know, like, there's a group of ladies uh, who go out and uh, hike and walk every, every week. And they call themselves the walkie-talkies. Oh, fun. <laughs> and that, because they walk and talk. Yeah. And um, that would be, you know, get the whole group together and there's a bunch of people and like that. And funny enough,
2: I wanted to challenge some of the businesses. Like, why don't you do a little friendly competition? Hey, yes. our staff versus your staff. And you guys can track your, you know, your miles that you each walk and do like an internal little Ooh, that would competition. Be fun. That'd be super fun, right?
1: That would be um, really fun.
2: And I, so I do want to make sure that Ketchikan is at the top this year because did you know that the... So so there's also the community competition, right? So if we beat out Juneau, Wrangell, and Petersburg... By walking the most miles by average participant, we get the Alaska Airlines trophy, and that Alaska Airlines trophy was made by a local Ketchikan person. So Ugh. I don't have the name. Yes, of the person. we I have to, to get find. it. So now I'm like, we have now to. No, I'm it's really the competitive. Trophy. You can't
1: stop being competitive. That like egged me on even more. I know. I hate walking after having been in the Army, but I might have to go walking now, man.
2: Right. And I'm not even eligible for the prizes, but I did decide I should walk anyway. See, that's
1: why I sent the contest to you.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to win.
1: Yeah, oh, that's so, thanks, so funny. Yeah,
2: it's, been, it's such a great opportunity. There, um, registration, if you go on to the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition website, that's the easiest place. The, it's right front and center on that main homepage. Um, and just register today. It's super easy. You just tell us who you are, and then we will send you the tracker and uh, get out and walk. And you can wow. join, uh, you know, it starts May 1st, but you can join any between now and May 15th is the deadline. Um, and then you walk all the way through until September 1st. And uh, So
1: I've got a groovy idea for you people right now. Okay, here's a double motivation. Here's, you know, it's National Small Business Week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were putting our heads together with Grow Catch Can, who is now located inside the chamber offices, FYI, you people. Um, and so for this week if you're out and about walking, uh, why don't you slide into a local business? Uh, It could be like crazy, well, I don't care how many you slide into. Take a look around, you know, go to Scanlon, do whatever, wherever you're at. But a local small business, snap a selfie, hashtag it with KTN Chamber, and throw it up on social media. Got to make sure it's a public post so that we can see it and then uh, on the 7th after it's all said and done, after Small Business Week is done, uh, we're going to draw three names and each one will get a $25 gift certificate to any of the Cape Fox restaurants.
2: So does each post count as one entry? Yep. So somebody who's out for a walk could go and stop at every single business? Yes. And do like a massive, wow. Yeah. You
1: I could would do that. You just do a total small business <laughs> photo dump.
2: <laughs> there you go, right? Yeah.
1: But you got to hashtag it. Hashtag KTN Chamber so that we can see it. Also, if you're like just not into hashtags or you can't figure it out, just go to our Facebook page and in the reply, just throw up your photo there, and we'll, we'll figure it out.
2: And so speaking of local businesses, I don't know if you knew that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Yes, I heard. So, yeah, May, all of May. And so what the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition, so Alma Parker is an amazing... One of my woman. favorite people. Oh, she is so fabulous. And uh, her and Archie, who is our program assistant for the health equity program, uh, have put together this really fun... Um, uh, I guess recognition for the amazing diversity that we have in our community here in Ketchikan. We actually have the highest um, Filipino population in all of Alaska. About really? 12% of our population is Filipino. That's super cool. Yes. And what's amazing is that a lot of our businesses are owned by Asian Americans and, and Pacific Islanders. So to recognize those businesses we have these beautiful signs that we're posting up in those businesses. Um, so Archie's actually out there right now delivering <gasps> some of these signs. So you can So he could
1: quick text him. Tell him to quick, like, take selfies while he's putting up the signs. (laughs) Hey,
2: yeah. And um, if you are a locally owned business and American and Pacific Islander heritage and you have not been contacted by us please 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 reach out to the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition we would love to get you one of these signs we really want to recognize um, those businesses in town uh, for such this month That's a fun idea. Yeah, it's it's amazing and you know we're going to have some some really interesting like, tidbits and history and um, I mean our economy has been driven in a huge part by our our Asian American and mm-hmm, Pacific indeed. Islander so Let's recognize you that. You know what
1: I just love is there. there's just so much coolness happening in our business community in Ketchikan right now, which I love because not only are there tons of new businesses starting, um, big, small, and everything in between, um, and you've got all people like dreaming up brand new, whole brand new concepts, and then you've got celebrations of businesses happening like you guys are doing. I mean, there's just everything. People are so creative and it's just like this roaring back to life of Ketchikan's economy. Like people have been just like for the last couple of years, just like rubbing their hands together, waiting, wait, wait for it, wait for
2: it. Yeah. And we, you know, we would love it to see if if everyone wants to, you know, similar to what you guys are doing with the, this business small business week is if you want to go and visit one of these businesses and and snap a picture and share it on Facebook and just, we encourage people to kind of discover the businesses that are in town that we might not know. Who who owns them?
1: Yeah, totally. Well, and it's so so funny because, you know, I live in the direct downtown area, but I try and take a different little kind of securitist route home. And the reason I do it is because it's been amazing to see like all of a sudden like, hey, that wasn't there yesterday. Wow. New signs going up, just new stuff happening. Sometimes new people in new spaces, old people in new spaces, brand new stuff. There's a convenience store opening up downtown. I had no idea. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. Now I got to go find it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll challenge you.
1: I'll I'll challenge you. And I I don't know if it's geared towards the crew on the cruise ship. I don't know. But I just, Mm. I saw the sign go up and I thought, yeah. Hey, that wasn't there before. Oh,
2: fun. Yeah. I'll have to start exploring. I, I've i loved it, too, because, you know, we're located downtown um, right across the street from the Tongass Museum. Right. Um, and when 55 North opened up, I was like, ooh, this is fun. And then just down the street, was just Danny. And I'm like, okay, more places and more places are opening within walking distance from our location. So now it's it's an enjoyable lunch walk.
1: Yeah, sure. de- definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And we've got... It's hard to keep everything. I don't even know how you keep it in order with a small child. Um, I'm like an empty nester. I only have to worry about my dog. We've got a job fair coming up, right? We
2: do. May 11th. In fact, that's what
1: someone called me today. Oh, great. I'm like... Call them. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> great! No, that's wonderful news. Um, I, I, please do reach out. Um, if you go to our website, Ketchikan Wellness Coalition's website, the, on the front page you'll see the job fair. There's a poster, and if you are a local business that are looking for employees, you like can. Who isn't? Yes, right. It's actually. I mean, it's it's. I'm always amazed to hear how many people are hiring still right now. Um, and if you, it's you don't not, have a job, it's your own fault. Right. It's it's not too late to get to participate as a as a business um, and do some recruitment. So we are registered. Uh, businesses for tables so that we can How much are they? They're free Ooh-hoo Bonus We we are just doing this because uh, funny enough another person concerned citizen was like oh my goodness we need a job fair that's not happening this year the job center funny enough are understaffed and so, <laughs> so here we go uh, and so they weren't able to coordinate it this year and so um, this citizen had reached out to me and Judy Zengi and Catherine Tatsuda right and said hey would one of you guys you know be interested and so of course I was like everyone was like oh this sounds great but nobody can take on the whole thing right and as the coalition our goal is to make things happen by engaging everybody because right. uh, some of the things that need to happen can't happen unless everyone's participating. And so what do I do? I asked Judy. She's like, I can do this part. And then Catherine's like, I can do this part. And then we coordinated just the registration and, and getting it out there. I reached out to you at the chamber. I was like, well, the chamber's got to be involved. And so <laughs> yeah. really counting on your so support. get out to our members. Right. Getting it out to the businesses and um, really encouraging our, our businesses to attend. Um, we're doing, so Catherine's going to be there And we'll be doing uh, hourly door prize drawings for employees. So those that are job seeking, hey, not only can you come and maybe find your perfect dream job, or even just your short summer temporary job, that's great too. Um, You can also be entered in to win a local business certificate, so.
1: All right, so I have an addition.
2: Oh, this is exciting. (laughs) It's
1: silly, as usual. (laughs) So, um, one of our newest members last week, uh, Dan Christensen State Farm, he was telling me that he was over at the POW Chambers uh, Fair recently. And that he said, I couldn't believe it, the most popular thing was that everyone wanted to take a picture with Jake. You know, Jake from State Farm.
2: (laughs) I Yes, you do. I don't. I don't, I don't watch Everyone TV. knows Jake from know.
1: State Farm.
2: <laughs> anyway, he oh has... My, maybe it's something my husband a, talks about.
1: He has a cutout of Jake from State Farm so people can take selfies. Oh, my god! And gosh. I'm bringing it to the job fair. Okay. <laughs> I'm there you go. i Jake from State Farm to the job fair. There you go. And
2: come, come, so come and just take a selfie with Jake. <laughs> if, if for anything else, just come by for and a you selfie. And you can
1: actually take that selfie and enter it in the... Well, no, that's after the, that's after the date. That doesn't yeah. count. Sorry. But it just is, take a fun selfie with Jake.
2: So speaking of the date, Though we should really make sure we share that May, uh, May 11th. 11th, yes, and it's from 11 till 2 and it is at the Plaza Mall. Um, thank you to them for hosting it, and they're going to coordinate the logistics of getting the table set up. So, um, right now, I think we've got 14 businesses that are registered, and we're getting some you know, every day I get another Plus one. Plus, that two.
1: lady that called me.
2: Yes, yeah, so I am hoping that so maybe of
1: fifteen person. now, and I just don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and so we've got quite a large number of like bigger, you know, some of the bigger um, employers in town, like Community Connections, the City of Ketchikan, but we are Landing Hotel, Tonga's Federal Credit Union, um, us, we are actually hiring. Yes, <laughs> we are hiring a program. I'm totally doing my own little tidbit here, program assistant. We're looking for a part-time program assistant right now. We would love you to join our team. We're doing so many exciting things. Come join us. We're also hiring for a Crisis Now community director. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the Crisis Now model. It's a way for our community to respond to mental health and substance use crisis instead of going um, and having them go to the jail or getting sent to emergency. We're going to be establishing mobile crisis units. Um, and We're working in partnership with all of the key stakeholders, but it's a fantastic opportunity that's really it's cool a, yeah and we're really looking for somebody who's a, a skilled facilitator somebody who can kind of work with a large number of stakeholders and kind of put it all together and pull everybody in um, it's such an exciting thing and it's really needed for our community it's successfully implemented in Fairbanks, as well as many, many, many communities in the lower 48. But um, I'm very excited. So we are hiring for those two positions. Please, please. um,
1: And here's the deal, folks. Okay, the job fair is an an amazing opportunity. But, you know, I saw and and I, I truly believe that if you see a good idea elsewhere, implement it in your own community right right just like with your walks
2: so, or in the walk southeast right, too. Walk I
1: south mean. Uh, so i saw i got a little note from the pow chamber and they had put up a new job listings uh thing on their website and so i thought well that's a cool idea so i called our web guy and i said how quick can you do all i just need people to just put their jobs up there and that's it and 24 hours later, he had it done. And so I sent a thank you to POW. Well, the cool thing is, is that we have our job listing thing on our website, which if you're a chamber member, you can go in there. There's no limit. If you have 40 jobs available, just put them all in there and then you're done and it's free. But at the bottom, there's a link to the POW job listings. Oh, great! And likewise, they have a link to ours on theirs. Right,
2: especially because we're such close communities. Exactly, right?
1: exactly. So that's free, and we're always, you know, I know you you just do this so well, building capital in the community to to bring value. And I've tried so hard with the chamber to to bring value, and it's. Yeah. Quite frankly, folks, it's a little stuff. You know, it's big stuff and it's little stuff. Yeah. But you constantly just have to be like, all right, what's that next thing that yeah. we can do?
2: And the unique, the unique, taking advantage of the unique, unique opportunities that show up. Right. You know, sometimes things come, and and I, we can feel like, oh my gosh. I don't have time. Like I, I listened to you ready to plan for the July 4th parade and that's big. Like that's huge. But then if you get too overwhelmed in that, then you miss out on some of these smaller little things that actually can, you know, you add those small things together and it equals a really, really big thing.
1: Yes. Okay. So like, here's something and we're going to be running out of time here in a second, but like you might know, talk about random opportunities that one would never expect. And I, 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 probably over a couple months ago I, I've told this story on this show but I'll say it again um, I was on vacation with my daughters in the British Virgin Islands in January and we're on this silly bus leaving this beach right and there was this really loud exuberant group of people sitting behind it was kind of like a trolley <laughs> bus kind of thing yeah where they take you to the ferry and then anyway um, and so you know naturally I talked to everyone so I started talking to these people and you know I sent them from Ketchikan it's a huge arts community there in the arts well it turns out he's the CEO of the Long Long Music Foundation which is huge in New York City yeah and so he reached out and he said I don't know if you remember me blah 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 and here's the information about our program well long story short and I don't want to put any pressure on the school district because it's still kind of going through their administration um, but we had meetings and got the Arts Council involved and ended up with a $50,000 grant to put a piano lab into Houtling.
2: Which is great.
1: And then, um, kind of the word got out, as catch can stuff does. Well, next thing you know, I'm getting a call from TSAS, and they want one. <laughs> and um, um, so I called them back at Longline. I said, well, I got a second school for you if you want. Yep. And they're really excited. It will be the first one in Alaska. Yeah. And... Um, so I mean, that's something your quote unquote chamber did, and yeah. it's kind of completely out of our purview, right? I mean, the but, bur- the but you're and the Arts people. Council; they're members right? of the chamber. But I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's funny cause as the Wellness Coalition. I mean, we we really that's our priority is to make sure that we're connecting different businesses, organizations, yeah. whomever, to make things happen in we in ways that are random. And I think about our community gardens. I mean, that we've now got technically there's two locations that we kind of manage and then there's rendezvous that we supported and kind of implement uh improving and then now we're in talks with the schools uh to get community gardens at the schools and how do we work in partnership but what's interesting is like the tongas federal credit union you know they contacted us and then I think within a week, a volunteer had said, hey, we want to do this. And then a week later, we were able to get some funding. And, you know, Peace Health was able to fund some and, and our Ketchikan Community Foundation Isn't that funded cool? some. And I'm thinking, it all happened serendipitously, right? Just like what you guys explained. And um, we're actually looking for some new locations for, you know, if a business has a huge like piece of land that. They're not utilizing. We would love to be able to expand community gardens, and so those are unique opportunities for businesses to really partner with their local nonprofits um, and really support the community's wellness overall. So yeah, totally. Um,
1: in fact, uh, in, and this is like you said, how the love goes around. Um, the first city Rotary was actually approached uh, yes. to sponsor one of the the gardens. I believe it's the K High Garden. It's the K High Garden. Yeah. Um, so you know, we have our board meeting on Wednesday, but the it's already been brought up to the club, and the yep. club's like, "Yeah, that sounds great." We're just so. waiting
2: for the news. Yeah, <laughs> and and the hope is, you know, that we can continue to support and expand uh, gardens throughout the community. But we really do need businesses and funders Mm -hmm. um to to support those types of initiatives. But like I mean, I don't know if you've seen the activity that's been going out at the Commons there at the Commons Garden. Uh Uh-huh. I mean it's been busy and if you head all the way out, Clover Pass Community Church, they were so great and generous. I don't know if you've seen the one up there. You should take a drive if you've not been up there. It's gorgeous. It's this huge space that they generously contributed um to the community. Um, And there's other
1: people that have space. Yeah, It helps out people like me who have no space, right. like literally no yard. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> right. And that's the whole point is like, okay, how can we still get people who are in the, the buildings? How can they still grow something? Yeah, exactly. And just get out. Maybe like live in, in Mary Francis or yep. somewhere
1: like that. that. That would be groovy. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, folks. Speaking of excitement. It's right around the corner, the race to Alaska, and in the meantime, this is your chance for $5, that's it, $5 a guess, to guess when the first boat will arrive in Ketchikan. You don't need to know the name of the boat. I just need the date, the hour, the minute, and the second of when that first boat will arrive. This is a statewide raffle, and some pretty interesting guesses. I've gotten <laughs> tickets from Kodiak, uh, all over the state, and so you'll win half the pot. Half the pot. The uh, ticket sales end June 3rd. I might, I might extend that though. Um, and and even if you're the world's worst guesser. Everyone who buys a ticket, a guest, is automatically entered to win the drawing for two round trip tickets on Alaska Airlines. So super cool! Happy to see that coming back to life. It's like the yes. whole community is just like exploding now.
2: Yeah, I wanted to actually do the RTK. Do really? Yes. So I've because I've done a I've sailed partly around the world on a clip around the world yacht race. You should do it. And I was like I could do that, but I kind of want to paddle because that feels like the There's hardest. There's a lot of paddlers. Yeah. There's just, a lot. Can I really do that? You should do it.
1: <laughs> I'm hey, a sailor at You heart. have something up on everyone because you're Canadian. So you get to <laughs> flip, flip, stop into Canada. Stop. Hey.
2: <laughs> no big deal, right?
1: Uh, ahoy. Okay, see you later. Got to go back to Ketchikan. All right, that'll do it for today's uh, program, folks. Don't forget, you can check out the replays at KetchikanRadio.com. We also have a link to the programs at KetchikanChamber.com. Have a great rest of your week.